Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Yeah, the family of Anthony Lowe says he was struggling after recently losing both his legs, but they say he was a loving son and a loving father of two, and they're now demanding answers. It's cell phone video that doesn't provide clear answers. You can hear the shots fired by police that killed double amputee Anthony Lowe, but you can't see him. Seconds later, he's on his stomach being handcuffed. At a news conference, his family says he was shot in the back and because he had just lost both his legs, was no threat to the heavily armed Huntington Park police officers. Do we have a criminal justice system in this country that assumes that you're guilty until proven innocent? I'm sure you're thinking, no, the criminal justice system assumes that you're innocent until you're proven guilty. But I'm noticing a trend, especially when it comes to black people. They murdered my son in a wheelchair with no legs. So they do need to do something about it. Because I do, I want justice for my son. Police say they were called out to Slauson Avenue last Thursday because Lowe had jumped out of his wheelchair and stabbed someone unprovoked, leaving that person in critical condition. You can see a large knife in his hand in this video. He runs from police and officers use tasers, but then an SUV blocks the view. Police say Lowe threatened to advance and throw his knife at them. So today we're talking about Anthony Lowe. 36-year-old w- double amputee uh, who was killed on January 26th um, by police in California. 
And as you know, as you heard from the clip, uh, he was carrying a knife and um, on and on. We'll get to his story in just a bit. But um, in short, uh, the threat to officers was that he could potentially throw the knife at them. And the family states that he was shot in the back. Uh, unfortunately, I saw this video and there are at least three officers who are doing the shooting. Um, and again, shot in the back. So, um, not sure what kind of ninja skills you would have as a double amputee running on your nubs. Um, but, you know, the police felt this was a threat. All right. So I, there's there's a few questions that we need to ask here. But, you know, the main one is, you know, do we live in a society where we're guilty until proven innocent? And before we can really ask that, I think we should start by asking ourselves, what kind of society do we want? Um, if we can agree that nobody is perfect, that might be a little generous. Uh, if we can agree that sometimes people do bad things, if we can agree that there are sometimes people who become bad and agree that there may even be bad people, just bad people, there's no chance at helping them. They just want to do bad. We can agree on all those things. Um, then we have to agree that, you know, there's a certain amount of people who may qualify <laughs> for those labels. Um, but I think that most people would recognize that that is an extremely small minority of the overall population. Most folks tend to get along just fine. And there are factors, forces that push people uh, often enough to do uh, what we consider to be bad things, wrong things. Um, this is the underlying premise of this conversation. So if we cannot agree on that, then I may lose you, but I implore you to stick with me here. Um, at present, we have a criminal justice system that assumes that everyone deserves their day in court. Right? Um, and unfortunately, we all, myself included, are prone to assumptions. We fill in gaps of information that we don't have based on historical data, based on our own worldview, based on what our belief systems are, et cetera, um, to complete stories where we only get bits and pieces, right? Um, but this is part of the reason why we assume everyone uh, needs a day in court so that they can say their piece. So in talking about Anthony Lowe, what we know is that, or rather what we're told is that he stabbed someone unprovoked. He lunged from his wheelchair and stabbed someone unprovoked. When the police were called, they showed up and responded. Uh, he, uh, Anthony Lowe still had the knife. And when the police backed him down, this is where the video picks up. He jumped out of his wheelchair and was running away and was shot in the back. Um, based on what the family has told us. So if we assume that all those things are accurate, um, 
then we can start formulating an idea about the nature of the criminal justice system. I, I, I'll say it now and I'll say again that we, of course, have to wait for all the evidence to come out. Um, and oftentimes, uh, you know, the evidence uh, supports what we see in the videos. But sometimes, you know, uh, there are things that come to light that we just don't know about. And it may change the narrative a bit. But based on what we have right now and in light of recent events, in particular with uh, Tyree Nichols, we're looking critically at the way policing is handled in this country. So um, for me, looking at a man who is a double amputee, whose family says was having a tough time uh, since he recently had his legs amputated. Um, we can infer that from that, that maybe there's more going on here than just a random stabbing, which whoever was stabbed, you know, no one deserves that. Um, but does it warrant a loss of life? And do the police get to be the executioners? So let's go through, um, uh, what we have here. What we have is a one-sided story. Okay. We, have no idea what uh, Anthony Lowe's side of the story is because we don't get to hear from him. He doesn't get his day in court. So we don't know if that stabbing was unprovoked. Uh, we don't know if it was self-defense. He can't tell us that. Can't explain it to us. We don't know if it was insanity, temporary insanity, if it was a mental health breakdown. We don't know if someone was making fun of him being in that wheelchair we don't know if someone had robbed him and that was his only record we don't know that story at all because of course he was executed on the sidewalk and that became very obvious to me when i was reading the comments associated with this story um, this one stuck with me which is why we're talking about it now uh, first came across this in uh, Time magazine and then uh, later uh, caught some some news clips and, and so forth. And the comments were suggesting, oh, well, you know, he had a gun and, you know, he was moving on his uh, uh, a lot of times amputees will have like a it's like a plastic shield at the end of their um, limb. Um, so that they can still move around without their wheelchair. They just can move around a little bit better with the wheelchair. Um, so they were saying that he was, you know, moving just fine. He had a, a pretty large knife and that he had, if he had just stabbed someone, then obviously that suggests a pattern of behavior on and on and on. And I've said before on this show that a lot of times these uh, police shootings that we cover um, particularly with black men are, you know, ready, fire, aim. Um, again, <laughs> a criminal justice system that assumes that you're guilty until proven innocent. And of course, the tactic here, you know, getting shot in the back, that's not new. I've been talking about black men getting shot in the back since police and guns. <laughs> Um, I remember hearing a story on the Fresh Prince uh, when it was still making new episodes. So this was in the early to mid 90s. I was growing up 
And Jazzy Jeff, for those familiar with the show, uh, kind of threw his hands up in front of an officer uh, as a joke in the show, making um, making a joke out of kind of our reality. And he said, you know, I, I already know the drill. I don't want to get six warning shots in the back. Right. And I've heard stories about this, you know, when I was you know, learning about the Panthers. And of course, it goes back much further than that. So getting shot in the back, obviously, is um, a strange uh, thing to try to reconcile against the officers needed to defend themselves. Um, so anyway. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. 
Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Some of the other things that people were saying was that, you know, the hindsight is is always twenty twenty. You know, we keep seeing these videos, but in the moment, you know, you don't know what to do. And it's not until after everything comes out in the wash that you're able to look back and say, yeah, he probably didn't deserve to die. Um, he, he deserved to be able to say his piece, et cetera. Um, and uh, I would argue that this is not hindsight. This is foresight. You know, police reform is not a new, uh, certainly not a new concept. Um, again, police reform uh, has been something that black people have been pushing for since at least the 60s. Uh, as, as far as I know, and I'm sure it goes back much further, but, you know, I, I, I've studied, you know, the civil rights movement. I've studied, you know, the Black Panther movement um, a little bit more in depth. And so I'm, I'm aware that um, police reform was certainly a topic of discussion um, in the 60s. And so um, in recent decades, plural, there's been video. I believe uh, Rodney King might have happened in 92. So, yeah, decades. That's uh, over 30 years now since we've been filming police mis misconduct, police brutality, police shootings, and uh, have failed to reform police tactics. Again, often enough, when it's a black person, we see ready, fire, aim. We see a criminal justice system that assumes that you're guilty until proven innocent. And that, of course, is problematic. Um. These stories, they, they tend to eat at me because, again, going back to, you know, the original question or one of my original questions, what kind of society do we want? Is it one strike and you're out? Is it one strike and then it's the death penalty? You know, I've been to places like that, you know, around the world where they'll sentence you to death for a drug crime. Die, executed, no more life. Um, and they do that in Singapore. Place I've been a couple of times to DJ. And I'm not a drug person. I've never done a drug in my life. I've never drank alcohol, none of that stuff. But, um, you know, they give you that warning. You know, they don't sell gum in that country. You can't bring gum in the, into the country. And if you do, it's like you're smuggling and, you know, um, that's the sort of society that we want to live in and everybody's playing by the same rules. Okay, sure. But Singapore is not nearly as complex a society as the United States of America. And if that's what you want, then vote accordingly. But at present, that's not what we have. So it's unfair to impose uh, a belief system that we have not all subscribed to in this country, at least. Um, on 
often enough black and brown people. When you see one or two things that police can point to to say, aha, see, it's not a perfect story. You know, we the citizens are not required to be perfect. We're not compensated to be perfect. We're, we are living our lives the same as every other creature on, on this planet, living our lives, figuring out what the best thing is for us day to day, moment to moment. And again, there are some bad people. There are sometimes people who are good people, but they do bad things and everything in the middle. And so there is a conversation to be had about how do we deal with these individuals in these episodes. Um, but if we take a moment and really define for ourselves what our society is, maybe take it a step further, even define what our society should be for all people, and then look at what we have, particularly across the uh, racial divide. And I think I'd even take it a step further, particularly across the financial divide. A person that I'm a big fan of, Brian Stevenson, uh, said in a, a talk one time that we have a criminal justice system in this country that treats you better if you are rich and guilty than if you are poor and innocent. And in that space, you know, color can melt away. But often enough, it's the white people that have the wealth. And so we see less uh, white-skinned executions <laughs> on the sidewalk than we do black and brown. And so again, I want to ask, do we have a criminal justice system in this country that assumes that you are guilty until proven innocent. It's not a crime to have a knife. And if someone says, oh, he stabbed someone, well, he should have his story. And if he's running away from the police, we've already discussed that it is okay to be scared of the police, especially if you're black. And any creature with a nervous system on this planet when it is scared, can do one of two things, will do one of two things. Bio biology compels you to do one of two things, fight or flight. If you feel like your life is at risk, and if you're fleeing and you feel like these are your last moments potentially, A, you're not thinking clearly. <laughs> you're thinking one of two things. You're not thinking about what you're going to wear tomorrow. You're not, none of that. You're thinking about the urgency of this moment. That's it. If you understand the, the, the physical response of your body, then your body is not even doing anything. Your, your body stops digesting food. It stops growing your fingernails and hair. Your body's focused on one thing, surviving. And if somehow you connect to holding on to whatever it is that you have, in this case, a knife, you connect that with your survival. You may not think dropping it is the most prudent action. You know, people handle stress differently. People handle the mental episodes differently. And to be fair, the police, if you're holding what they can consider a weapon, you know, we, we've established that police um, can protect themselves and can protect the public at large. Uh, but what we see time and again is that that's not 
strictly speaking, the case. Again, if you're running away holding a knife, then you're not a threat to anybody. If your taser didn't work, get another taser. You know, it's not until the last possible second that you make that decision based on no other uh, potential actions you could take. And so, again, we're left to ponder exactly who we are, who we want to be, what we have, and who it's working for. And so I open the conversation up to you. Um, what do you think? Do we have a criminal justice system that treats you um, better if you're rich and guilty than if you're poor and innocent, like Brian Stevenson said? Do we have a criminal justice system that assumes that you're guilty until proven innocent? Do we have a policing system that is ready, fire, aim? I mean, I think that goes without saying, but it's time to have these conversations. These, these shootings keep happening. Black people keep dying. And often enough, there's no police accountability or there's no police reform, or we just have to look forward to the next one. I'm at Ramses Ja on all social media. And of course, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Reach out to me and let's chop it up. All right. And until we do, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider.